all so loud? Turn them down, baby. Never mind. Don't turn them down. Turn them up. <laughs> it's so silly, dude. It's so silly. Here we go. Drums. Drums, please. I'm feeling this, man. I'm going to start doing the intro over the intro. Double inch on this bitch. Push-ups, man. Let's do some push-ups together. You do some push-ups, and I will tell you that this is episode two of the Spam and Eggs podcast. Thank you so much for joining. It's such a good time already. Let's keep it going, man. Bring it back. One more time. Here we go. Drums, 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 and the horns, and the horns. Yeah, dude. Get it. Oh, that fill. That fill. Oh, dude. I wish I could drum. You know, there's some things that you wish you could do really, really well. First of all, it's... It, it's kind of all of those things. Like I want to do, I want to do all the things better than anyone else, but I'm sure like, of course everyone does. So, but drums have always sort of held that, held that sort of place for me, you know, in the heart, in the metronome, taken in the chest. <laughs> My boy 2H, that's a shout out. If you don't know 2H, uh, he goes by Housefly now, so it's too fucking late for you. Uh, but check him out on Spotify. I mean, SoundCloud. Housefly with two H's. Check it out, dude. Got some old stuff on there. Got some new stuff. Dude bangs. The dude bangs, brother. That's all I got to say about that. Can't wait till that guy's a guest. Going to tear it up. Gonna tear it up quickly. This is the Spam and Eggs podcast, dude. I want you to know seven things. But really, um, I want you to know that, first of all, if you made it this far, I fucks with you. I fucks with you heavy. If you made it this far, you don't even know who this guy is. But you're listening. You know, you're probably doing something else as well. But as long as I get a piece, dude, your boy's good. Your boy's good because there's so much out there. There's so much out there. There's so much that I should be doing, first of all. Ugh. It's kind of why I'm doing this because there's other things. There's other things I should be doing. But, you know, I'm looking at the board, and I've made a good, I've made a good dent in it today. I got a few things done. Let's check out this board. What have I got got going on, dude? Working on a screenplay. 
working on two, but one is a feature length. It's an industry term. It just means a full length movie. The real shit. Um, and it's been going pretty well, I guess, dude. I don't know. I'm kind of tired of looking at the freaking thing, but that's how it goes. I've been thinking about how, like, as, so I'm a screenwriting major, right, at Northridge, and I'm a senior. What, finally, by the way, I'll be 26 in a couple days now. I'll be 26 years old. Dude, that's frightening. But I'm a senior at CSUN. I'm a screenwriting major. And it's kind of troubling to me how this is, I'm taking the, um, for the first time in all of the classes that I've taken, I'm just now completing my first feature length screenplay for a grade. And I, I think, I don't know, man. I feel like that's kind of kind of a waste of uh it's kind of a wasted time. I mean, obviously it's so let me explain. So I've taken like five or six screen writing courses so far. And for me to have taken that money and never finish a single screenplay, only writing half, right? So like a couple of the, the classes I had to write like 60 or 80 pages for the screenplay and then do a treatment on the rest. So like summarizing the shit that happens afterwards. And at the time I was kind of thankful because I was like, you know, dude, again, like I was tired of looking at the thing. But I think, you know, if it's assigned that we just have to write a full-length screenplay every single semester. It's what we're going to do. Because that's what, that's what Papa's in school for. You know? I'm trying to get this, this big D. <laughs> that big degree, baby. So I'm going to... If, you, if you tell me I need to write 20 screenplays before I graduate, I'm going to write 20 screenplays. So I, I think the note... The, the fact that like I've only written a single screenplay, I haven't even finished the screenplay, and it's almost finals week. I just feel like it's kind of irresponsible on the you know, on the the university's uh, side. Granted, like nothing is has stopped me from finishing the stuff that I only wrote half of the thing, right? like on my own. So, you know, I can't, that's not anybody else's responsibility but mine, but I just feel like if you're going to say as a university, and if, you know, I've kind of talked about this with a couple different people um, that are in and out of my department, but this isn't really like that unique of a situation. Um where someone is studying, you know, uh, fucking archery, right? And you never even touch a bow until your junior year, dude. Can you imagine? Dude, if we were still, if we still had, 
if we still fought with bows and arrows, right? And like, and like chain linked armor and went by the names of, and, and guilds of our fathers, you know, like I'm a soldier, right? I'm a soldier. I'm a commoner. I bake bread and shit, but like now I'm a soldier because the draft and I'm reporting in service of the king whose name none hath shalt never speakest. <laughs> and then the guy is like, state your name. And I'm the soldier, right? So I'm like, I'm, I am son of Alan, the, the salesman and martial artist of, of some place in Montana. Mm-hmm. And son of Jimmy, the mechanic, Mexico City, you know, Fourth Street. <laughs> what? Never mind. Have you shot a bow, young fellow? Well, and then I got to be like, well, not, you know, not until my junior year. Can you imagine? Dude, they'd never leave me alone. I'd be the son of two fathers, which has always been true, but never the issue. The issue is my my fingers get chapped when I pull the arrow back, right? And sometimes I, I shoot my teammates. There's no aloe vera in times of war. There's only faith in your fellow comrades. You don't want me fighting for, for your country or your, your castle or your, or your village or whatever. You want me as far away as possible. I'll take pictures. I'll clean the cots. You know, I'll hunt and, and scavenge for the soup that we'll make for the real warriors, for the fools that have been, you know, shooting, shooting bows, shooting arrows since day one. That's the kind of university I want to live in. I'm trying to live where, you know, they make it into this college because they've written a hundred screenplays because they are Olympic level archers, dude. Check it out, though. Your boys, take my word for it, your boys reach an Olympic status one day. Semi-soon, you know? I promise you that much. Jamie, Lupin. <laughs> Lupin, don't stop me now. And let it loop ten times so they remember. So they remember this moment. Olympic status. One day, let me tell you. For sure. Now, I realize this is just like CSUN, but I, for, I, I don't know exactly where we're placed like currently as far as uh, film departments go, but it's up there. It's up there, and I've spoken to some people that go to higher-ranking schools, and they're kind of in the same position, you know? Hopefully, they have better professors, um, but the workload itself doesn't look that different. I've looked up a couple of film department curriculums and they're all pretty much the same, pretty much. And I think it's just kind of silly, kind of, you know, because you're already, you know, like we're there where you where where the faculty and staff are there. They might as well expect more of us. You know, I'm not saying it's their fault that I haven't written more because in the pandy, I could have written more. I wrote a lot, but I couldn't write more. Um, but during the semester or quarter system, whatever, 
whatever you got going on. Dude, just have the students do some more. Because we'll be better at the thing, and we'll be more inclined to send that cash as alumni when we hit Forbes. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, dude, I don't know if anyone from CSUN's ever been on Forbes, but um, your boy's going to be the first. <laughs> if not, I'm just putting that out there. And I'm not saying, like, I'm going to go out and, like, rule the world and shit. I'm just saying, I think I have a good, I good, I have a good eye for people that are good at what they do, you know? And I don't just want to be a screenwriter. I kind of want to do the whole the whole enchilada, right? The whole honey basket. I want to do it all. I want to stick my face in the honey basket, and I want to rub around, and I want to sleep in it, and I want to live in it, and I want to smell like honey all the time. And I, I kind of, you know, I moved, from, I moved here from Bakersfield uh, 2016, 2020 now. Rest in peace, the regular world. Uh, we miss you a lot. And so I moved here. And I didn't really know that this could be like a thing that people do. Obviously, I knew that people made movies. I knew that people acted and directed and all that shit. But it didn't really seem like an attainable thing. Now, it only seems slightly more attainable now that I've done a little bit of it. Um, But it's really fun, dude. It's really fun. And I hope I never lose that. I hope it's always fun for me. Um, But doing you know going through this program um i've met not a lot of people unfortunately i was hoping to walk into a classroom um my, my first semester there and be like wow this is overwhelming there's you know just a room full of, full of spielbergs right but i was hoping for like you know an auditorium full of like olympic level archers dude like oh shit you're 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 uh minister jeff of sweden i'm a huge fan of your work you uh you shot that dragon straight in the asshole but you were sitting on his head somehow how did you pull that off right you walk into a, cl- a classroom like look over there that's it's a uh, <laughs> it's aaron blorkin hey you wrote um, the notional set work and the West Wing. You see what I did there, Mr. Blorkin? Can I be your, your writing slave forever? I'll be your stenographer. I'll ink your letters for your typewriter. Boy, would I ink, would I ink Aaron Blorkin's letters? No problem. And what I think I knew going in was that Spielberg did not go to college. He certainly didn't. I know he's, it's sort of, he's, uh, USC is infamous for rejecting him like a couple times for their film program. Hey, USC, you shit the bed a little bit. Maybe I should have went to Syracuse because that's where Blorkin went, but yeah. What was I saying? But yeah, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm happy with, with the program and, uh, you know, I had some really good professors but I just kind of expected a little more rigor, a little more, 
you know, um, not competition really, but pizzazz. I don't know, dude. I just wanted to, I wanted to have to write more, you know? And I kind of, I think I do well, I think I do better under deadlines. I do better when someone's not breathing down my neck, but when I know someone is counting on me to get a thing done by a certain time. And, you know, some, I was talking to someone about this recently, like, it's, you know, I'm, I hear a lot, again, like inside, in this program or out of it, like people are just sort of like beholden to their own ideas of what motivation is and where that comes from and like beholden to the idea that they can't, they can't do anything without it or that all of their work is going to be shit until they get it. Motivation, I mean. That's true to a degree, for sure. I feel much better when I'm writing and I have motivation and I'm excited about what I'm doing. But um, who's listening to this, by the way? Dude, I hope there's one screenwriter out there that, you know, because everyone else is tuned out. Um, what I've, What I'm learning, what I'm constantly relearning is that the more time that I put into this thing, I mean, really, the, the more that's going to come out of it. And that's kind of obvious, but screenwriting along with, I mean, pretty much every other uh, artistic pursuit, I can imagine, um, has this in common. And it's that we feel we work best when we want to do the thing that we're doing. And it's kind of like a you go in circles trying to figure this thing out. But in my experience, I only ever really like the thing that I'm doing when I'm putting a lot of time into it because you start from zero like everybody else. And then you develop this thing that hopefully is unique and hopefully, you know, sounds and looks good to you. And then you just want to make it better. And then there's this weird thing that happens where, you know, I'm working on something for, X amount of time. Honestly, it could be 30 minutes. It could be three months. But I'll be really excited about the thing. And then I sort of just hit this plateau. And it's really frustrating trying to figure out what the cause of that plateau is. You know, like, did I just not, did I not flesh this project out enough? Do I not really know what this thing is about? Am I kind of just losing steam because there's other stuff going on? What is it? And... The answer, I think, is it's kind of all of those things, of course. But going back to the motivation thing, you know, you don't have to be motivated to get your things done. Talking to myself here because no one else is listening. Uh, you don't have to be motivated to, to get the thing done. Um, it helps, right? But in my experience, there's a lot of things that have to line up for me to be motivated. One you know, it helps a lot to have gotten some exercise the day before. So let's stop right there. I can't do anything, or it's much harder for me to do the thing today if I didn't start yesterday. What's that about? That's no fair. The clock should have restarted. I was a shit yesterday, but I'm better now. So I should be doing better today. Not how things work.
unfortunately. You know? They say, like, you go to the gym four or five times in a row and it becomes a habit, right? For me, I'm I'm really lucky. The habit uh, develops a lot earlier. I go to the gym twice in two days and I'm like, that's, that's, it's a wrap. But at the same time, I lose steam for two days and then I, that's another habit created. So I think I'm just sort of like in this perpetual state of like making and breaking habits and it's hard to figure out what really works. So going back to what works, I think is getting exercise the day before, which hasn't happened in many days and then just you know getting into some sort of routine which like a lot of other ugh, say artists <laughs> but a lot of other artists you know they have like a super sporadic schedule you can't control when the lightning strikes heard that a, a billion right you know that is true you can't control when that shit strikes and there have been times um, many, many times where I wake up or I just don't get to sleep and then it's three, four in the morning and then suddenly like everything is coming to me. And that's such a good feeling, dude. When that hits, I don't care what I have going the next day. Like I'm going to sit down and write until actual dog shit starts to come out. Um, and that's a really, like, it's, it's always worth it. And I'm always happy that I did it. That being said, you can't just wait around. I can't just wait around for those moments to happen. And bottom line is, man, like, you know, your brain works better when you're treating it better. And that comes down to exercise and diet and, you know, making sure that your sort of, your room is in order, which at the moment looking around. It's okay. It's been worse. So I think that's why I'm feeling all right. Why am, what am I talking about, dude? Who's listening to this? 640 bars of straight up nonsense. Maybe one guy, maybe one guy's listening. I posted, um, the first episode. So going back to who's not listening, um, get a little sip sip i posted the first episode on november i don't know something um and i checked not even 24 hours later maybe like 20 hours later and there were like nine views there were nine downloads and that's amazing because i only told three people dude so it's getting around in one way or another, and that's exciting. So I just wanted to share that. I don't really have a point as far as that goes, but I mean, who has points anymore? Who has points? Are we are we all not just walking around, bumping into one another, sometimes with our heads, sometimes with our our you know our peens and our vagines? Aren't we all just sort of like figuring it out? Because I don't really. Oh, yes. Here's my point. Jesus. Back to who is and who isn't listening. Um, 
my lovely, lovely girlfriend, um, we were sitting in the car the other day eating some chipotle, and my grandma calls it chipotle. We were eating some chipotle, and uh, we were listening to the first episode, and I kind of surprised her because I didn't tell her that I was putting it all together, and I got the intro, and I published it. So I just started sort of playing it. Um, and then we finally get back home, and then I I turn it off because the episode kind of got it a little weird, and I started to babble just like I'm doing now, and so I turned the car off, and then she started, she, she started tearing up a little bit because she was just really... I guess she just liked listening. And that made me feel good, dude. She's such a sweetheart. If anyone knows her, you know, they know. They know what's good. So if you're listening this far, baby, I love you. I love you. Who else might be listening? To my brother? I only told one brother. I'll tell another one. But I think I think the other one, um, I don't know, dude. He just sees through my bullshit a little bit differently than the other one does. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, dude. But I'd love to have both of them on. Both of them are doing really interesting stuff, dude. One is in the Air Force. One is... Um, doing air traffic control in Oklahoma City right now. He just got back from his deployment in uh, Saudi Arabia, so that's dope. <laughs> By the way, Veterans Day just came up, and w- maybe once or twice in my life, I made the mistake of like calling an active serviceman up and being like, yo, happy Veterans Day, and they shit on my face through the phone. And I'm like, okay, I don't fucking, I don't know the rules. I'm not in there with you, right? And also, like, don't act like you're, don't be offended. I'm recognizing your shit, you know? Don't, <laughs> We're, I'm not a veteran. It's about the people that are, have, are, are already done. Well, then never mind then. Thanks for being a tit, you goofball. <laughs> Never mind then. Thanks for joining the Coast Guard, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't read the handbook that says that, you know, you're not a obviously you're not a veteran until you retire, but I didn't know that like some things apply to some people and not others, right? Forgive me. But so it was Veterans Day the other day, and my girlfriend was over, and she, she I I asked her, I was like, you want to you want to wish my grandpa Happy Veterans Day, and so he she walked up and you know wished him Happy Veterans Day, and then she says, what about me? And I was like, what about you? And she goes, you're not going to wish me a happy Veterans Day? And I said, you're not a veteran because she's not a veteran. And she's and she looks up. I'm walking down the stairs at this point. And she looks up and she goes, she goes, Call of Duty? <laughs> Call of Duty? 
and I started laughing, and she goes, what? Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, man. What a goofball. What a goober. Um, <laughs> and then my other brother is living in L.A., sort of doing the, he's got his own studio, man. I'm super proud of that. And um, he's uh, making clothes. Dude, this guy, this guy's going to be on one. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to look him up, uh, let me see. Shit, my phone is going off the walls at the moment, but I'll post it. I'll post it later. You'll see. No one's listening right now, so it's fine. What else has been going on? Um, dude, I've been so itchy lately. Like in my legs, mostly, but like my butt, dude. My butt's been so itchy. I don't know what that is. Like just the cheeks, but super itchy. Speaking of just the cheeks, though, dude, I've been bleeding out of my butt <laughs> like no messing the last 40 poops that I've taken. Um, and just today I started to get worried. Damn, we're jumping straight into the overshare. But so I called the doctor to make an appointment and um, I learned that you can get like a virtual consultation. I was like, no way. Look at what we're doing. Look where we are. But this was news to me. I didn't know you could do that. Because, you know, your boy never gets sicky. And <laughs> sicky. God, I hate myself. So I called to set an appointment. And so I'm hanging out. Three hours later. Three hours later after I made the appointment, which is fine. You know, because I'm sitting at home. But if you had waited that long in a, in a non-emergency room, you'd set the place on fire, starting with the nursing station. I'm just saying, right? A three-hour wait in a non-emergency station or room, right? Dude, how come, how come emergency rooms have the longest waits? That makes no sense to me. Why would you, that's like, you know, hitting the carpool lane to wait longer on purpose. Have more rooms. Have less people, have more nurses, have shorter waits. I mean, it's that fucking simple. Make me Surgeon General. So I waited three hours to get the call back. And I get the call three hours later. Almost set my own house on fire because the, you know, because I was bleeding out my butt. But it's fine. It's fine. I watched 15 episodes of Drake and Josh while I waited for my callback and took a bloody poop, but it's fine. 15 episodes of Drake and Josh, didn't get a callback. Took a bloody poop, but didn't get a callback, but it's fine. And I get a phone call with the caller ID that just says, you're going to regret this. I pick the phone up. Um, the first thing this guy says is, hi, I'll be your virtual nurse. Wish I knew that was going to be a job description. Right? Maybe I'd be a virtual nurse by now. A virtual nurse? Dude, I heard it. This guy was playing FIFA while giving consultations. 
a virtual nurse. That's a thing. And I'm sure he's making stacks, dude. But I told the guy, you know, that my ass is bleeding after, like, every poop consistently. And I asked if that was a problem. And he said, he said, after I said that I, you know, that my butt is bleeding consistently after every other poop, I asked if that's a problem. And he said, uh, I don't think so. So I said, are you sure? And he said, well, I'd have to take a look. So then I said, well, then why wouldn't you think so? Right? Don't just say that something's not a problem if it might be a problem. If you'd have to take a look, then it might be a problem. You know? Like, can I get a checkup with a brick-and-mortar establishment, please? You fucking nurse. You virtual nurse. Like, this isn't even virtual. We're talking on the telephone. This is old technology. So frustrating me, man. It's not that frustrating. I figured it out. But long story short, I uh, I showed a virtual nurse my virtual asshole today. And I couldn't get the lighting on my MacBook just right. So, you know, that's what I did today. Other than... <laughs> you know what's... You know what's funniest about all of this, if none of this is funny? The funniest thing about all of this is that I was on my, I had, I had one window where I was in class, in my comic books class. Whoops, hopefully no one hears this. And I had my camera turned off for about 40 minutes, right, while I was doing the consultation, while I finally got a real virtual consultation. And... At the same time, I was showing a virtual nurse my virtual asshole. I can't think of a better way to spend your afternoon. Um, but, you know, I'll aim to break it. That'll be my mission in life. Really, second to trying to become a virtual nurse. Um, I'm just wondering if there's, like, another way around nursing school. Probably not. Fuck nursing school, dude. Anyone who's ever been through nursing school and passed, like even with a C, you're good in my book. You know, I'll shout you out on here every single day. If you pass for nursing school with a C, dude, I mean, it seems like hard work. It certainly sounds like it. Divorce rates like go straight up through the ceiling. You know, like if you got a boyfriend or girlfriend in nursing school, like, dude, they're out. They're outie. Can't do nothing else but read books. Poke your lab partners with syphilis and shit for practice. Respect, for sure. But also, you know, don't be virtual. You're not. <laughs> virtual nurses aren't aren't nurses. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Settle down, you fucking one girl out there. <laughs> one girl's out there like, I am a nurse. I play Rocket League, but I'm a nurse. A virtual nurse, but I'm a nurse. Anyway, I've been doing a, uh, some yoga, man. 
been trying to anyway. I wouldn't call it yoga. Uh, I've been stretching. But I've been stretching a lot. And I'm not seeing a whole lot of progress, to be real with you. You know? Because not that long ago, dude, I was like limber as they come. I was as limber as they come. There was this girl in high school. Um, her name was Limber Kimber. And she got word that I was pretty stretchy. And she challenged me to a stretchy battle. You know? This was back in high school. But I'm about peace back then. Now, I'll drop a full quickly. But then, I was about peace. Tranquility. You know? Koi fish and shit. Koi fish and chips. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Uh, but I said, you know, beat it, Kimber. Limber Kimber, you yoga monster. Let me stretch in peace. Because I was on the quad. Stretching. With my Lululemons before they existed. So like, uh, you know, Juicy probably. That would have been. The, ju- the tight Juicy pants with the Ed Hardy collab. But she wouldn't leave me. So I had to spank her stiff, man. We did the splits till one of us blew chunks. And I'm not going to attack anyone, anyone's character here. Um, tell you exactly who was defeated. But they just call her Kimber now. They call her regular Kimber. And that's all I'll say, that's all I'll say about it. But I graduated in 13... So almost 10 years later, the next thing next thing I know is, you know, Limber Dayton's lost it. He's lost his game. He's lost his gains and he's lost his game. No one knows his name. They don't call me anything anymore, man. That's what I'm trying to I'm trying to That's why Full Circle Podcast. That's why I'm trying to get on Forbes. Um, because I feel like when I look out to the sky, oh shit, there's so many birds. There's so many birds. When I look out to the sky, I feel Kimber Limber, Limber Kimber looking out and going, you know, one day rematch. And I'll be honest with you. I'd still take her down, but it'd be harder now. Because man, man's hasn't hasn't stretched in a minute. I mean, not really been able to. Yeah, let me. Okay, here's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Before the limber Kimber bullshit. Uh, I used to be very limber. Splits, all the way, right? They used to question what I had down there, but I learned, maybe late in life, that like, you know, it does the balls. The balls and peen have nothing to do with your ability to do the splits. It's all the hip flexors and the other shit. The, you know, the inner thighs and other things. I'm not a, I'm not one of those, I'm not a, you know, kinesiologist or whatever. (laughs) But I used to be able to do the splits and I always had balls. So what's the problem? Right? Either the problem is that I'm, that I just haven't done the splits, so I can't. Or just some things don't snap back, right? Because I've been stretching consistently. And I'm not getting any more limber. 
I kind of feel like I'm stretching consistently just to beat the curve of, you know, one day looking down and not being able to, to see, you know, not my shoes because I'm not fat, but certainly I'll look down and not be able to say that my neck slash lower back doesn't feel like, you know, a small man is, is, uh, stabbing it from the inside. I don't know if any of that made sense, dude. Here's what I'm saying. Used to be limber, almost almost killed limber Kimber in the in a battle of, you know, will. And now I can touch my toes if my if I bend my knees a little. And that's kind of frustrating, man. I always thought that um one, the signs of aging would come much much later. But I always thought that I would embrace them. What horse shit that was. I always thought that it would be fun to like find a first gray hair or like need glasses or, you know, eat tapioca. Start playing bingo and be interested in World War II for no reason. Right? But I'm just really just bitter because the thing is, I'm not inactive. I'm doing the shit and I'm not getting any better at it. And that's kind of frustrating for me. How did I get here, dude? Yeah, we were talking about motivation is bullshit and how we only need to be active with our bodies and our brains and our minds and our, you know, our loins. Our male and female body parts to make sure that everything is working consistently. But everything's not working consistently, dude. Because I I I wake up in the morning and I try to I try to stretch it out. I can't even do Indian Indian pose. I don't know if we could say that anymore. Crisscross applesauce. But also there's another one, Indian something. Indian style? I think that's crisscross applesauce. I think those is, those are the same. My memory's always been shit. Don't be alarmed. That's uh, not a new development. But here's what I'm saying. If anyone out there is feeling like they used to be able to do something, and now they can't do it. You know, I'm with you. I'm with you. Ideally, you know, we'll find new things that we can do or we didn't know existed, and we'll find, you know, and we'll find solace in that. But it's hard. It's hard to fight that because I want to be able to do this, the splits. I want to be able to do, like, yoga and shit without dude i used to i used to jump off of roofs just to get to the ground faster you know and my feet wouldn't even get that little shock that the other little bitch kids would get you understand that's how i would spend my time is just jumping off of roofs can't do that now dude i live on a hill and when i run now i gotta walk down the hill very slowly Otherwise, like the ACL or the meniscus or the menorah or whatever the hell, like it goes thrown out of place real quick. Like before I make it to the bottom of the hill and it's not a tall hill. That's my point really is that it's not a tall hill. Also, I'm crying right now for no particular reason. It's not because it's a small hill or a big hill or because I can't do the splits. It's just because my eyes water. The only the left one though. Only ever the left one. 
dude, is that a sign of aging? Am I just going to start like talking to myself and the sun for no reason? I got a text. Never mind. I didn't. At least make me taller. Like if I'm going to be old and crickety, like, you know, I don't know. I want to see it with some altitude. Anyway, dude. Um, if anyone's out there and if they feel like they're kind of deteriorating and decaying because they're getting older, it's because yar. But, I mean, we can fight it. We could counteract it. We could do things to sort of slow that down. And I think we should if we'd like, if we think it makes us feel better. I'm still doing it because it does make me feel better, I, I guess. I don't want to chance it and feel worse by not doing it. But that's the thing, dude. That's the thing. That's what I meant when we're all walking around bumping into one another with our peens and our vagines, right? Is that... uh. That might have been verbatim, by the way. Damn, I'm impressive. Um, my memory isn't shot. <laughs> never mind. I'm 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 never gonna die. Now it is. I forgot my point, dude. Don't you? Don't you hate that more than anything, dude? Is like getting so excited about a point that you're making that you jump. You jump up a level further and then get excited about like how you're watching yourself make that point and you're about to make the point. So then you make the point that you're about to make the point and then you forget the point itself. But that's kind of the point, is it not? <laughs> it's kind of the point. I'm going to take off guys. I got a lot to do today, but uh this was the second episode and I'm going to I'm going to post it presently. Take my word for it. This is November 13th. It's going up Friday, 4:53. I love you, man. This is fun. I can't wait to get I got some new equipment coming in and I got to I can't wait to get some guests. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it's fun for them too. And hopefully it's fun for you. It's not fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> if this is fun, stop. If you're listening to this, stop listening. Don't listen to this. This is not fun for you. Um, remember that um, if your verse, if your nurse, if your verse is, is nurse, if your nurse is verse, God damn it. If your nurse is versatile, <laughs> if your nurse is versatile, probably she's good. But if she uh if she got C's, get another nurse. And if she's virtual, you know, tell her she's not one. Or him. Look what I did there. Now I'm the asshole. Thanks a lot. <laughs>